0: Never would have made it. Never would have made it. without now you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our You Determined Growth. This is your host, Prophetess Denise Kelly. Another great lesson on its way, on its way. As we listen to Never Would Have Made it. Welcome, 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 welcome. I'm listening to a little bit of Never Would Have Made It. That's right. Because I never would have made it without him y'all. Never would have made it.
1: Never would have
0: made. made it. How many of you can testify that you never would have made it? That you would have lost your mind if it hadn't been Jesus on my side. Oh, glory yeah. to God! Yes, sir. Would have made it mm, mm, yeah. mm, mm, mm. when my friends turned their back on me. Sometimes
2: my family looks have caught out at me. Come on now. Never oh, would have made, <laughs> made it. Never would have made it. Never could have made it.
1: Oh, what is you saying? <laughs> yeah. I chose the music, my bad. Hey,
0: you
1: got it? You that's pretty. Go am sing.
0: Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> oh, never my
2: goodness, my goodness, my would have you made it.
0: I had it you it you. I would have lost never it all. made it. I, I had a I
1: think was Never would have made it. Okay, Your turn. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just hanging and grinning with y'all. That's
0: right. Woo! Oh. I would have lost it all, oh. but now oh. I see you were there for oh. me. And i well, never made it,
3: never
0: made it, never, never made it, never made it. Yes, yes, yes. Well, 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 we know that we never would have made it without the Lord on our side, even day as i was rushing home to make sure that uh i was able to to share with you guys and you guys share with me i just was like oh my god help us jesus because we got another good one we got another good one on the way okay all right all right so if I'm not mistaken, did we finish up Samuel 3? or Did we start on Samuel 3? 1 Samuel 3 or where were we at?
1: I think so. We finished on Samuel 3 or we did. Let me see.
0: Did we just stop at t- verse 10, 1 Samuel 3, verse 10? Did we finish yeah. Up? Okay. Anybody else confirming? Yeah. Amen. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that's we, right. So we're gonna start with verse eleven through twenty-one. We're gonna split up the verses. Each one of us. There's four of us. Three, four, five. If you count Jason. there are ten verses. So maybe just a few
4: verses a piece. Is it uh, King James version?
1: Which yeah. one you want to read out of? Miss Her. Missing Carter
0: how many a piece you said um, two. let's just read
4: about three a piece two, two a piece we got that many so let's do two a piece first samuel three first,
1: first samuel three
0: start with verse 11 okay. you there go for it oh i'm pulling up on my phone i was just... oh okay shanana got it i know go Shalana. Yeah, i already
1: got it right here you ready uh-huh, eleven and twelve from. and the Lord said to Samuel, behold, I will do a thing in him in Israel at which both the ears of everyone that hear it shall tingle. in that day, I will perform against Eli all things which I have spoken concerning his house. When I begin, I will also make an end. You read verse eleven and
0: twelve.
1: 13. Yes. Oh, you said 12? Oh, my bad. Oh, yeah. 11 and 12. Yes, ma'am.
0: Okay.
3: 13 to 14, Vanessa? Okay. Uh, This is the NIV version. Okay. For I told him that I would judge his family forever because of the sin he knew about his son's blas- blasphemed God and he failed to restrain them. Therefore, I swore to the house of Eli. The guilt of Eli's house will never be atoned for, by sacrifice or offering.
5: And Samuel laid
3: unto the morning and opened the doors of his, of the house of the Lord. And Samuel filled to show Eli the vision. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. And he answered, here am I. See. Two. Mm-hmm. That's it? That's it?
4: Yeah, go ahead, Katrina. Okay. Oh, we had verse um, 17. Yeah. And he said, what is the thing that the Lord has said unto thee? I pray thee hide it not from me. God, God do so to thee and my and more also, if thou hide anything from me of all the things that he said unto thee. You want me to continue?
0: Uh, go ahead. Uh,
4: read one more verse. And Samuel told him every whip and hid nothing from him. And he said, Is it it is the Lord? Let him do what seemeth him good.
0: Hmm. Uh Jason, you gonna read two verses for me?
2: Yes, ma'am. Samuel grew and the Lord was with him, and he fulfilled everything Samuel prophesied. All Israel from Dan to the Be- Be- Sheba knew that Samuel was a confirmed prophet of the Lord.
0: Okay, so we're going to break this down. And so today we're going to be talking about, hold on, let me admit one more person. Um. Okay, they're coming on. Okay, all right, check this out. Okay, so basically we this is kind of Samuel's first prophecy that God gave him. And so we're going to break out, break down what the prophecy meant then. And then we're going to talk a little bit about what it means today, because you do realize that the word of God did not stop, right? It is continuing on on a regular basis. And some of the things that we can learn from back then can apply to us today. That's the reason why the book, the Bible was, you know, uh, put together to help us and aid us today. So let's Look and see. Woo! I, I don't know if I could contain myself. So y'all, bear with me. Let me calm myself down first, because what God was sharing with me is like it's really powerful. Okay, so let's you know I like to break it down verse by verse. So let's look at verse eleven, and we're in First Samuel three, and we're starting back at verse eleven. So in verse eleven god is talking to samuel okay so we realize that previously samuel didn't even know god right he was working in the temple he was working in the temple hear me now he was working in the temple and didn't know god Mm. so there are people in today's society in today's church and in the world that are working doing things for God, but don't know God.
1: That's right. Amen.
0: So even though Samuel didn't know God, because he was still faithful and doing the things that God had told him to do or that he was instructed to do, God revealed himself to Samuel. So I want y'all to say with me, right place, right time. Right Right place, right time.
5: As long as you're in
3: the
0: place where God has placed you even if something may not be correct, God is going to show it to you and he's going to put you in the right place at the right time. so as we're looking at Samuel Samuel begins to hear you know, he he told, God told him that what was going to be getting ready to occur was going to be talked about throughout all the world what he was getting ready to do to Israel that tingling of the ears, we also hear that sometimes itching ears or tingling of the ears, but basically what he said, what I'm getting ready to do, it's going to be talked about okay. all over. So he was warning Israel, he was warning Samuel that Israel was getting ready to get a major whooping. We know about whoopings, right? Now nah, y'all don't know nothing about whooping. Y'all was yeah, oh, so but I've got whooping. Better. So I'm just saying, when you're getting ready to get a major <laughs> whooping, I can, I could, matter of fact, I'm going to talk just a little bit about these major whooping. One time, and don't get it wrong, she deserved a whoop because I was bad. I, I wasn't the greatest. So one time, my mom sent me outside to get a switch. Now, y'all, don't call CPS. Don't do it. So she sent me outside to get a switch, right? So I'm looking at this big old tree, and I can't find no switch. It's a big tree. There's limbs, the fell, everything. But I can't find no switch. But here I get this bright idea, y'all. I get this bright idea. I'm going to get the skinniest switch, right? So I'm going to get the skinny switch, and I'm going to take it in there. Oh, that was the biggest mistake of my life them things hurt worse than a regular brick <laughs> <laughs> but anyway y'all, y'all know about whoopings but if you don't um, don't worry about it it's, uh, it's over <laughs> now we all grown now we, we get whoopings from God you know it ain't like that so mm-hmm. as he began to talk about how sometimes the things that were getting ready to happen to Israel That it was going to be talked about It was going to be gossip about it It was going to be all over the world So then he told them there was a day of reckoning So when we think about a day of reckoning This is him telling them There is punishment There is payment due When you think about reckoning It actually means payment is due But in this case It's payment is due for your disobedience so, I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to stop for a whole second and calm myself down. So, while y'all think about this question, then I can kind of get back to myself. Okay. So, because this is powerful, what God is getting ready to say. So, I want to ask the question Should I pay for my children's sin? No. I'm asking you. You should answer that question. Just ask myself. Ask yourself. Should you pay? I'll put it like that. Should you pay for your children's sin? We got to know in the house. Anybody else? I don't have any children, so
3: go
1: ahead, whoever that was.
3: I mean, I was about to say, well, if, we're, if we're looking at Uh, world standards no (laughs) we shouldn't pay for our children's sins um but if we think about what we've been reading as far as this biblical standpoint um the fact that he how he allowed his sons to rule things even though he was the father and he didn't really discipline them um and uh I don't know. It makes you wonder, did he even teach them the right way to go? And if he did, he didn't um, follow through on some things, probably with some of this stuff that may have happened. But uh, yeah, anyway. I don't...
4: I, go ahead. I don't see how it's biblical for me to pay for anyone's sin because at the end of the day, God's going to judge all of us individually. <clears throat> so I am now my child may reap consequences for sins that I have done. But like my father always used to say, it may be my fault you got that way, but it's your fault you stay that way. So if my child grows <laughs> up and gets to a certain level, it may have been my fault, the mistakes that I made. But at the end of the day, when they're grown, they are responsible for the decisions that they make once to be held accountable. So I don't see how God... Is going to hold me responsible if you're talking about like judgment as far as hell. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I I shouldn't be held responsible for the decisions that they make. Okay. brother, but no, I know you're gonna
0: chime in. Oh Jason has something.
3: Oh, Jason has I know. Oh, go
0: ahead,
3: Jason.
2: (laughs) Um, so I feel like it really like depends, but uh like being a parent is just really does affect of, like the decisions that your kids make. So like I feel like um when like what my mom said like there's things that I do, the mistakes I made that affected my child. I think that relates to you having to pay for their sins because you like you not like um, if you're not disciplining them enough or anything like, of course, you're not going to get the exact same consequences as the child that got the sins, but it's really, a, it's very important for a parent, it was, it's, it's a big responsibility for a parent, for their kids, and sometimes you, I feel like you do, uh, I, don't know I'm gonna say. I don't know how to, say. I don't know how to, sorry. <laughs>
0: No, you did good. You did answer it because uh, it's good to hear it from, you know, a, a young young perspective because, you know, we are leading them and guiding them as well. And, and certain things that we do can affect them. Just like Katrina said, you know, we have all been taught that sometimes we have to pay for our parents' sins um, or, you know, the curse is not broken. So uh, that was good. That was very good, Jason. Brother Benoit. Oh, um,
2: I actually remember what I was gonna say. I'm sorry. That um, go
0: ahead.
2: Um what I was gonna say was um like when my mom said, It's your fault like when you stay that way. Uh obviously, like when you get older and like I know there's I I forgot where it is, but in the Bible it says it talks about like basically when If somebody does not know something that is a sin, you will still get, even if you don't know if it's a sin, you're still gonna get consequences for that. And after you learn, and God teaches you that process, then I think that's when it's really when you're on your own. But if your parents made the mistake to not discipline you that, then yes, they're going to pay for that because it is their responsibility. That's yeah, that's what I have to say.
0: Well,
5: thank you, Jason. That was awesome. Brother Benoit. Uh, You know, I'll probably mud the waters up a little more than uh, his word says in the Old Testament that the sins of the fathers will be, you know, the sins of the fathers will be, you know, in other words, that the sins will be passed on. And then he, it's at some point that changes where he will not visit the sons, I mean, the sins of the fathers upon the sons. Um. Uh, in in this instance, in my opinion um uh Eli you know uh he had his own responsibility uh as a leader of the church so uh, i don't necessarily call it as him paying or having to pay for his son's sins he's paying for his own because he has to, this He has a responsibility as well so it's i mean you can do it as him paying for it but in essence his kids are going to pay for their own and he for his lack of whatever he was supposed to be doing because he has a responsibility as well you know uh in essence it's kind of like um, you know you know how sometimes when things happen in the office uh your boss man's supposed to be on top of his and, you know, and, and if uh, someone up under them didn't do what they were supposed to be doing. So, I mean, he was, he had a responsibility. So he has to pay for his faults and the employee up under there. Oh, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. The word they have to pay for their responsibility on their part of what they should have, should have, should not, or should have been doing. So, uh, I mean, it's kind of muddy in it a little bit, but uh, I, Necessarily believe that we have to necessarily pay for the sins of our children, but at the same time, we are instructed uh, to teach our children in a in a uh, in the way that should go. And you say, tells you know, um, you know, uh, you step the you you know, mention I, I part from it. Two kids, you know, as you you know, in the Broadway, we walk in the streets and all and all those things. So there's some responsibility. On his part, else which makes him, which makes him responsible. I, I don't know if you could necessarily separate the two, but I mean, just the way I look at it, I think it's just two separate instances in my in my opinion, his part, their part.
0: That's very good. Thank you for bringing it out. Uh, thank you for bringing that out. Anybody else want to chime in on this? sins
4: of the father or kids sins or anything like that? Well, I can kind of, I kind of agree with what he was saying because like, okay, the man is the head of the household and the father, God holds that man responsible for the children, the (laughs) helpmate and everything. So actually you're not paying for the sin, but you are held accountable for what you did in the household if you didn't do your fatherly job, God holds you responsible for that. And your kids, as a result of you not doing what you were supposed to do, they're going to turn out a certain way. You know, that's why I said, I know I was held accountable. Like, okay, I had a child out of wedlock. God's going to hold me accountable for that. And things turned out different as opposed to maybe somebody that was in a marriage had a child. But at the end of the day, when my child is grown, at the knowledge what she knows that's when i think the accountability goes to her so i think god holds you responsible because it works from the head down it's god and the man and if the man ain't doing what he's supposed to do ain't nobody gonna do what they're supposed to do <coughs> the head of the household and that's the way that's the way god originally designed it. okay brother benoit came up. So i guess he
0: want to say something else
5: yeah, it brought to remembrance about how, uh, you know, how it says that those who are that are teachers that will be held to a strict, you know, you're held to a stricter, uh, held to a strict uh, form. It says, you know, I guess, that's his punishment. For those who are in the church, for those who are teaching God's word, let's say like the the pastor has a responsibility to give you the truth.
4: Mm-hmm. right?
5: All If he doesn't do that, he has he is held accountable for what he's saying and what he's not saying. Also, God has given His word to the world. We have a responsibility to find out what God's word says for ourselves. We can't go back and say, "Well, Lord Pastor So and So told me." That's not going to fly when you you know when when it comes when you're facing whatever judgment is at hand you can't go to the judge i mean go to the father and says hey uh well pastor so-and-so told me this and then he told me it was all right he's gonna say well i said my word and that that's that's right I mean. that's good that's
0: good okay so i got one more question and brother lenoa you're breaking up too so i just want to warn you you're kind of breaking up a little bit um, so when you get ready to talk again, I just wanted to let you know. Okay, so I got another question, and we're moving on down to the scriptures. Uh, my next question is, what was Eli's responsibility according to God, because He pointed him out? So what was there his responsibility? What was we, we can we can't? judge him unless we really know what he was supposed to do, right? Yeah. So what was his responsibility? Talk to me, Shanana.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm going go back in here right quick. <laughs> 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 oh. Wasn't he the one supposed to been over to church? Yep. Yeah. And then he was sitting up watching his kids or something not do right.
0: There you the go. The two
1: sons. And then he didn't correct them or something like that. So his responsibility, really, when you're in church, is for you to already have your kids prepared at home. So when they get to church, they'll know. That's what goes back to what Vernard and the young lady was saying a while ago. You know, once you teach them, they're supposed to know. If not, God says spread a rod and spoil the child. So you can beat them at church just as well as at home. Come but on, you now. should be done already had that established. Before you get to church, because in this day and time, kids really don't know what whoopings are. I agree with you on that. Um, when you was talking about, you know, they want to call CPS and this and this. Now, nah, that's not what God said. Yeah, but, um, you know, most people, they already had an upper hand at home. So, like, my mom, when we was growing up, she could just look at us. And we knew what time it was. It, we didn't have to get hit. It wasn't none of that. After the past, I think, when I got, like, five, I knew what that look was. So, I mean, everybody do differently. (laughs) I knew to get away far, far away or sit there and just take the the consequences. So, you know, I don't know. I think Eli, he just maybe he was stressed out or something or didn't need that leader position, position. And God maybe was expecting too much out of him. But I take that back because God don't never expect nothing out of us that he know we can't do or we're not qualified for. So maybe Eli just went doing his job.
0: Okay, that's good. I like that. I like that. Anybody want to come on that? Comment on that before I go to the next question? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my next question is this. Mm. Oh, I don't know if I can do that one.
4: Let's see. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: After such a difficult, I'm going to put it this way, after such a difficult prophecy, because by now we know that Samuel had a love for Eli. Because when he called, when God was calling Eli, I mean, God was calling, he ran to Eli. So we know that there was a relationship there. So after such a tough prophecy, how is it, that Eli was able to go down, lay down, and rest. <sighs> That's a good question, David.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Brother, but no, it looks like he was say something. Go ahead.
3: No, he turned his off. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, he said he was on. Oh, he turned it back are on. Are you asking?
4: are you asking, how was Eli able to just rest after a certain prophecy was given? No, no, this is not Eli. This is Samuel. Oh, Samuel.
0: So how was Samuel after giving that prophecy about his mentor, about his person That's that he had been looking up to, the guy in his life that he was looking up to before he actually had a relationship with the Lord? How could he just go lay down and go to sleep?
3: You mean after
0: he talked to Eli, or no, before we're not he talked yet. to Eli? This is him after God had gave him the prophecy. After he knew what was getting ready to oh,
5: happen,
0: says he, he went to rest.
5: When you are uh, uh, faced with uh, whatever adversity, especially when you have a person that you look up to uh, or the leader of, because he was still Eli, Eli was still the leader. where if the leader is has a calm about him because that's what he gave a very Eli gave a very calm response to what the prophecy was. He did not, you know, he, he didn't show much fear. He said, you know, hey, well if that's what the Lord would have to do, that's what do. sometimes when you have a leader that has a calm demeanor about it, it's a lot easier for you to take it, you know, as well. So but he
3: hasn't he hasn't said anything to Eli yet at this point. Yeah well, I
0: was I talking <coughs> I was talking so, about before the when God gave uh, Samuel a prophecy, but that's good. When God mean, gave, he, what
4: what was the prophecy God gave him? I'm trying. I'm looking at it. He said he was gonna. It's 11. almost like
3: it, it, Eli's house would not be atoned for by sacrifice or offering the guilt of Eli's house. In um, other words,
0: he was exiting out of the line. The right line.
3: What verse In is other. that?
0: That's in verse 11.
3: I mean, I
0: mean 13 and 11. 13 me, he talks he, about how he's going to punish Israel. And 11, 11 talks about how he's going to punish Israel. 13 talks about how he's... Uh, and 14 talks about how he's taking Eli out of the line. if that makes any sense.
3: I mean, but is this the first time that Samuel has received a prophecy from the Lord? This is the first time. Okay. Um... Obviously, he was able to rest because, I mean, even being the first time, he obviously trusts what was given to him Uh, and that it it is what it is. It's the truth. Um, Obviously, the next day, he was afraid to go and tell his his mentor (laughs) or whatever what was going on so he could rest because he trusted the information that was given. And I guess, um, Lord, this is what it's going to be. You but know?
4: in verse fifteen, he was scared to tell Eli yeah. about what God revealed. So he, how did he really get any rest about it? Why was he scared? But it says he went and rest. Didn't it say that? Yeah, right. he did. He did go and rest. But then, and we just go down
2: further in fifteen. He was scared. I don't think that like he was like. I think like maybe he got rest because he trusted the Lord. But I think. He was—he wasn't scared about what God said to him. He was more like worried about Eli's reaction.
0: Oh man, that was good. Out of the mouth yeah. of babes, tough expected praise. Hey, that was good, brother Benoit, You can go ahead with your Eli part. What did Eli? Because I like what Over. you said about what he said. Talk to us about Eli.
5: Well, let me bag back up. Let me back back up as to what you what you were talking about, to so it be more on point when you were saying that. How can you get rest? Is you know when you're talking about first of all, when you're. He says that peace of God. You know when you trust the Lord, you're gonna have that peace. When you are submitting to God, you know, God says something. That's just what it is, and sometimes it's just not the easiest thing to accept. But you know, you know that at the end of the day, Amen. I he said it. I'm not saying it, you know, uh, and what he has said is what he has said. And, you know, there's times that we have learned over time when the God tells us to do something, it's just to do. Uh, but, uh, and, and as far as what Eli, go back to what Eli was saying, is when Eli, when he gave Eli the prophecy, Eli was, he, at the same time, was willing to accept whatever it was. And he would have calmed him me, hey, but the Lord has said what he has said. You know, and, and you don't know, let it be so. That's just what it is. And it had a very <laughs> calm about it. Come on. It's all about life.
0: <laughs> Amen. Amen. I like that. I like that. I like that. So let me give y'all three things. Uh, somebody else got something? Okay, so let me give you three things that will help you to continue in God's favor. Availability. Yeah. Accountability. And
5: accomplishment.
0: No. A triple A. Triple A. Yeah, we got triple A and God.
2: Okay. So okay. these
0: are three things that'll help us to continue in God's favor with God. Availability, oh. accountability, and accomplishment. And basically that's saying doing what God word said. Availability, accountability. And accomplishment. And the re- I see that in these verses. Because Samuel was available. He was available to hear what God said. He was available. To understand the prophecy. Then too. He was accountable for what God told him. And he held Eli. When Eli made him tell him. He held Eli accountable for what God said. Or should I say. He gave it to Eli. So he could be accountable. I'll put it that way. And then he did, he did exactly what God told him to do. So he accomplished it. He told exactly what God said. So that was the accomplishment. This is a tough lesson. So what does these what do these things mean today? So we got about five minutes. So I wanted to let everybody know we got about five minutes. So um what these things remind us today is that when God speaks to us, no matter how hard or how difficult it is. We have to get that out there. We have to say what God has said. We have to do what God has told us to do. Because we have to be what? Available, accountable, and accomplish what the word has said. So I, we got about five minutes. Any other comments about the prophecy, what it means today, and that <laughs> No other comments? It was a good lesson, wasn't it? Y'all see I was why I was on fire because I already knew y'all was the up in here. We're getting up in here. So we're going to be doing First Samuel the fourth chapter next time. We'll see how far we get depending on how everything works. Uh, there's three sections, so we may break yep. it up into three parts. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how far we get. Uh, you know, God be glorified. And the reason why I'm taking my time with this part is because God told me to slow down. So when He tell you to slow down, that's what you got to do. You gotta slow down. So uh, may the Lord continue to keep and bless you. I see somebody that came up. Anybody have any comments? Yeah, yeah.
5: Say about what Eli's Eli's job was. Eli's job was to minister to the Lord. And also minister minister to the people and help them and guide them in how to cleanse themselves from sin. And he did not do that. That's right. He did not do that.
0: That's awesome. That's good. That's good. That's good. Any other comments? That was great. (coughs) Uh, Everybody had good comments today. I thank you guys uh, for showing up. And
3: showing yourself strong in the Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. Even yeah. Amen.
1: Uh, amen. Uh, uh, so, see, I kind of believe. Go ahead. Oh, I kind of believe that Eli is kind of like some of these pastors nowadays. Not just only with their children, but, you know, they're supposed to be leaders in the church. And they're so afraid that they're going to lose money that they're trying to please everybody not saying that Eli was worried about any money back then, but I'm just saying, period, if he wasn't, you know, telling his children what to do and how to respect the Lord's house, then nowadays you see that with people in church. So, you know, that's what I love about the Bible. We can take that from back then, and I truly believe that's what the Bible is for. It's for us to allow it and put it in our own lives, you know, just back, sitting back watching, because I don't have any children. But, you know, I've been around a lot of them in the church. We used to have a nursery for kids. They don't have that no more. And then after they get a certain age, I mean, the mama can't control them. Like you say, you know, it's just so much going on nowadays that I truly believe everybody have forgot what the foundational church really is supposed to be. And the pastor have forgot his role because he's too busy trying to make that money. It's not about money. God don't care nothing about money. He have all the money. He rich, you know. But anyway, I that's know. just my personal thing. What you say, know. brother <laughs> Oh. I, know something I just
0: started talking. Oh my god. Okay, y'all. All right. So, let's we got like 2 minutes. So, I'm going to get uh missionary to pray us out. 2 minutes. Missionary to pray us out.
3: I heard you. <laughs> Lord, thank you for this time of uh prayer and fellowship in your word, Lord. I pray that um we all can go the rest of this week and just um be on fire for you, Lord, and everything that we do, Lord. I pray that you continue to watch over, protect, and guide us as you see fit. And I pray all of these things in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So I- my last thing before we go ahead, Katrina.
4: Oh, I just want to um, sh- um, shout out a prayer to our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine that are dealing with the Christians that are over there. Also, the African students that are stuck over there that are trying to get out during this wartime. So, lift them up in prayer.
0: Amen. Amen. Definitely. Definitely. So, I got one question for you. Y'all ready? Yes. Are, you Are you the bro. Bro. <laughs> Yes. May God bless you. We'll see you on Sunday if you come to Sunday School. If not, we'll see you again at this channel. Y'all have a blessed one, and may God keep you.
1: You too. love y'all. Blessed night.
0: My- oh. Bye.